Stephanie Donovan. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're a mom who likes psychology, intuitive development, crystals, spirits... Wait, ghosts? Did you mean ghosts? Well, yes, sometimes. Come along with me and my bestie as we explore a new topic of self-development, magic, and yes, even the paranormal each week. But don't worry, we're not experts. No, but we are fascinated by this stuff and we'll walk through it right along with you. Bringing you practical woo since 2022, we'll cover everything from momming to the mystical. Because we're multidimensional. And you are too. Welcome to Multidimensional Mom. Welcome to Multidimensional Mom. I have my friend Trisha Abenante and we are here tonight to talk about timing. Timing. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm so interested in this concept. Have you ever heard the universal law of timing or what's meant for you will not pass you by or there's no such thing as right time, right place like the universe has this planned for you already? There's a bunch to it and I'm not sure how much of it I actually buy, but I thought we'd look into it. That's where I was going to of like, I believe in it, but I feel still feel like you're a master of your own destiny too. Like free will. There's free a lot. Will. A lot of free will going on. Divine time. So it's called divine timing. This whole concept is the universal truth that everything occurs exactly when it is supposed to. It is a profound realization that the timing of events is not solely within our control. Instead, there is a divine orchestration at play, synchronizing every aspect of our lives for our ultimate growth and evolution. Okay, so... At first, when I asked Trisha to come and do the pod, and I was trying to think of things to talk about, I wanted her to tell this story of a cat. (laughs) It is a perfect example of right time, right place, or luck. I I mean, I don't know how you would say it. It was just kind of a fortuitous destiny, right? Um, Especially for the cat. But uh, Trisha, tell the story of your camping adventure with your daughter. So we started off a weekend with a girls camping trip in an RV and went to uh, a little town in Indiana. As we were there and we camped and we were in an RV, the minute we pulled up, this cat emerged from the area and beelined it to my daughter. Just right to her. Right to her. And she is an animal lover. The cat was there. She went inside and they were asking, her and her friends were asking the owners about the cat. And they said someone had just dumped her there last week. Pulled up in a car, left her. We could have her if we wanted. I was not interested in bringing a third animal into my home with two dogs. But Frankie was interested. Frankie was very interested. Um, So we spent the night. The cat stayed around us. There were lots of tears when we were leaving the next day because she wanted to bring the cat. Yeah. I even got a text. Yes. How do I convince, help me convince my mom to keep this cat. I was like, well, that's easy. I have lots of reasons to take it astray. It's true. She was completely texting you on her own because yeah. she wanted this. She wanted to take care of the cat. And so we we drove back to Illinois, a two-hour drive. It was just stuck in her heart. I could see she was just... Yeah. Saddened by leaving this little girl there. And um, she turned to me and was like, What if dad sent her? So my husband passed away about six months before this. And he actually hated cats, he was allergic. Um, But she had it in her mind that he was bringing this cat to her to help her heal. 
And so... I mean, honestly, though, when something does just appear out of the woods... And it did. It's hard not to think that that's a divine thing. Correct. And to her, there's two other girls there that are the same age and a a whole bunch of other adults. And she went to to Frankie. Frankie. So we come home. She's very, she is not like angry at me. She's just sad and I can see it in her. And it's a Sunday afternoon and I was like, get back in the car. Let's go find this thing. (laughs) Two hours. Two hours. So I called the place that we were camping at and the owner said if he saw the cat, he would crate her. He didn't see her. So we drove. We drove on a whim and a wish. Got to the property, walked the property. It was starting to become dusk. And when I was like, Frankie, it's time to go. We have two hours to drive home. It's getting dark out. Yeah. I'm walking to the car and then the cat emerges from the woods. It's amazing. And walks straight to Frankie, sits down, and lets Frankie pick her up so that we could put her in the carrier. And that's how Olive became part of our family. See, and I love that because it could have been, who knows where that cat was? Yeah. You know, like your call, you don't know a name to call. No. You don't know. And it just last minute, it comes back. Yeah. And I it just, hadn't been seen all day by the owners. Yeah. So, and it is, it's attached to her. It only wants to be by her. There's just something, I don't know. There's something. I mean, this could easily turn into a Divine Pets episode. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, our oldest cat came to our house when JR was one and the cat was one. And she mm-hmm. is his cat. Yeah. She sleeps with him. She does homework with him. She's obsessed with him. So sometimes I think there's something to that. But I don't know. The timing thing is cool. Yeah. Oh, how else do you explain it? It just, yeah. you. it felt right. And it felt like that's what I needed to do for her. Yeah. And I could very easily explain it away, right? The logistics and the logic of it, of like a no, but it didn't feel right. Yeah. So we did it. And she's awesome. <laughs> she's she's a sweet cat. So, all right, right time, right place, divine timing. Okay, first of all, when you Google this, because that's how I start <laughs> the searches, and then I start finding appropriate sources, and the whole right place, right time idea, there's a lot of crime articles that come up. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's because it's tracking you. What do you love to watch and read? You, I guess, but also it's just like the... Google terminology, like, why would that be what comes up? But I think, like, to me, that's very wrong place, wrong time, because you hear that, right? Yes. Like, you didn't mean to be in the bank at the certain time that this happened, and you're just, like, a, a victim of circumstance. And then, I mean, even in career planning, there's a whole theory of career planning and selection that's called happenstance. I've never heard of this. And it's my favorite one, because it's basically like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's just like... The path you take winds into another path, winds into another path, and somehow you end up in this career. Because everything's kind of a bridge. Yeah. You know? And so it's just happenstance. It's like one of the career theories out there. And I've just always kind of loved that because it's just like, well, this idea of something else at play. Like something else. Someone else is moving the pieces, right? So medium.com had a little bit on this timing thing. The interesting nature of divine timing. So what exactly is it? For us to believe in divine timing, we must be courageous, somewhat radical, and spiritual in one way or another. 
We must also summon up the trust and patience to come back to in times of uncertainty and difficulty. Trust the timing, right? Mm -hmm. Along with this definition is the belief that anything the world throws at us, we will be able to handle and deal with. And also that we are not as important as we might like to think of always controlling things in life. Well, we are, but not in the ways we think we are. For example, people often think their actions are the main way they control their lives, rather than seeing that their beliefs and thoughts have quite an impactful force, too. People also tend to focus on the big actions in life rather than the small day-to-day little actions. Belief and trust in divine timing allows us to feel free, less anxious, and less stressed if we can surrender our agendas and egos enough to let go. When I came to realize this, I began to feel weight lifted off my shoulders. I no longer had to live up to anything, any specific rules, regulations, or expectations of others. My only challenge was to live up to my expectations of myself and to learn to broaden my perspective to see the bigger picture. That sounds so freeing. I know, but I struggle still with it because I think it can also seem like a cop-out. Like, well, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And it's easy just to kind of like disengage or give up and be like, well, it must not be for me because it didn't automatically happen. Right. Because it's not saying that it needs to come easily. Right. It doesn't mean like it's the easy path. It's saying it's you understanding that maybe it's not the right path for you at the moment. And I mean, you've definitely been in the situation where you try to force something to fit. Yes. Force a relationship, force a job, force a connection. Yes, and it's a control thing, and when it just doesn't vibe, it just doesn't flow, like, it's hard to give that up if you're so set on it, right? But just, like, you can't force things to always work. Correct. So it is. It's a fine line because you don't want to be, like, completely whimsical and not have a plan in life, (laughs) but then you also don't want to be so rigid that you lose sight of what's coming in front of you. But have you heard all those stories? I always hear them like on the radio. Like I had $3 in my bank account (laughs) and I moved to LA and I just decided I was going to make it happen, you know, and it's always a part of people's success stories that they just gave up everything and went. And I guess there's something to that pure blind trust but also you wouldn't be on the radio telling your story if you just never made it and live in a tent. So right, <laughs> you are only hearing the good stuff. You're only hearing the good part of it, but there is something to be said about that grit and perseverance. People say like, give up. What do they say? Let God, let go, let God. I don't know that one. You don't know? Yeah. I've heard that a lot. I think it's about those moments of, of noticing and being present and mindfulness. And noticing, right? Because we're talking oh, like divine that. intervention, right? There might be some subtleties, but if you're so stuck on what it should be, you miss something else. Yeah. I always see it on like Dateline, which is not a prime example. <laughs> we always wanted to date, but then I was, it was always the wrong time. Mm-hmm. I was with someone or he was with someone or I, you know, you always hear those stories about people getting together or not getting together. Yeah. And it's, it's that timing thing that like, if it was meant to be, it would be. Their souls weren't ready for each other yet. See, yeah, that could be a bigger thing, too. It's like your soul's timing. Right, and the work that you needed to do first. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of a cool idea. Outofstress.com. I thought these were some fun things having to do with divine timing to consider. Signs divine timing is working or happening in your life. Number one, deja vu moments. 
Now, I have heard so many theories about deja vu. Yes. What do you think deja vu is? I feel like it was just something that you felt like you had done it before. But you're right. All these theories of like... It's a past life. Yes. String theory. You're actually doing it as you in another world, another place right now. That's the new one that I've heard. Yeah. What else is there? Sometimes like dream. Like, right? Like, oh, I've dreamt about doing this. Or you did it before you did it now in a dream. Yes. Or your subconscious recognizes something before you do it. Like, knew that you were going to do this, and so you're having that moment of recognition. I think the theory is that we could do a whole episode on Deja Vu. <laughs> yes, we it's could. It's the weirdest thing, but you know, I mean, when it's strong, it's the craziest feeling, right? And I don't know anybody who hasn't experienced it. But that idea of like, oh my gosh, I've been here. Or, oh, Deja Vu. Right? Even my daughter says that. She's 13. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, when before did you do this? When? You've only had 13 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so deja vu mo- moments is apparently a sign that things are happening by divine timing in your life. You've been here already. Before you were born, you and your spiritual team loosely planned the path that your life would take with plenty of wiggle room for free will, of course. In the spirit world, time does not exist. Your higher self is watching all of your life unfold from birth to death at the same time. When you get deja vu... It may be because you've already witnessed this moment from your higher self's perspective. That means that you're on the right path. You're aligned with your own divine timing. So why then when I have deja vu of opening the refrigerator? Well, apparently it's just a little sign that yes, this is how your life was supposed to go. That you're on the right path. Yes, you should be in your kitchen right now, Trisha. (laughs) Kitten? Get myself an apple out of the fridge. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I think these are so interesting. Okay, the second one. I love to debate them. Synchronicities. I love synchronicities. Have you ever thought about a person and just hours later they call you? I mean minutes. I will think of somebody. That's a whole psychic connection thing with close friends too, mm-hmm. I think. But somebody will come to my mind and I'll really like think, oh, I wonder if they're getting home right now or whatever or what were we supposed to talk about and I will get a text a minute later. Yes. It always happens to me. Does it happen to you? It does. Crazy. Especially with people that, yeah, I'm super connected to. My yes. mom, some of my best friends. Yeah. yeah. Meaningful coincidences such as these are called synchronicities. Experiencing these strange coincidences is a sign that you're on the path of divine timing. Like a little checkpoint. Well, yep. You're doing it. You keep moving. <laughs> Angel numbers. Oh, I love this one. Okay, this is episode 77, by the way. Stop. It is. Angel numbers. By the way, if you need a good angel numbers book, Mystic Michaela has the best angel numbers book out there. So if you constantly see numbers such as 1111, 222, 333, on clocks, license plates, phone numbers, and so on, pay attention. The universe and your spirit team use these angel numbers to communicate with you. Each number sequence means something different, but in general, they all act as a nod from the universe that you're on the right path. Can we talk about yours? Fours. All the time. All the time. Crazy, crazy shit. I mean, like, the amount of posts on my Instagram when I don't even remember what that was, but you're like, look at that, look at that, and it we was, were on yeah, the phone. It was the amount of follower, followers that you had. Yeah, that it just popped up. Four 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 follows Trisha. Yes. I will call her at four forty four, 
Or uh, an episode we do is 44 minutes. Or an episode I tell her to listen to is 44. Like, just the force. Everywhere. Everywhere. I was at your house delivering dinner. It was always 4.44. You're like, look at the clock. Yeah. It just... And it means you're protected. 4.44 means you're divinely protected. It's okay. Like, your spirit team has got you. You cannot be hurt. You're being protected by the other realm. And you get that all the time. And have you gotten it since? Constantly, still. A lot of stuff happened in your life? Yes. So, yeah, there's been some major things within the last year and a half, and it is still everywhere. I mean, I'll be driving, you know, the um, speed limit sign, like numbers that flash. It'll just, I'll be driving, there's nothing there, and it pops up at 44. Who who drives 44 miles an hour? Well, you better not over on Geneva because... (laughs) Totally gonna get pulled down up. there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not Randall. But yeah, it is, and it's that comfort. Then I'm like, okay, thank you. I see you, angels. Yeah, it's like a wink, right? Mm-hmm. A little wink. Mm-hmm. I love that. I have always, always had five, four, seven. Like they don't have to be repeating numbers. That's why I love that Missing Michaela's num- uh, book. It goes from like one to a thousand. Yeah, that was the one you gave me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so five, four, seven. Five, forty-seven. So I, this is the time I used to. Set my alarm to wake up for high school. 5.47. Because 5.45 was too early and 5.50 was too late. Wow. That's... And my sister still remembers it. And she always laughs about it. Like 5.47 it used to drive her crazy. But I see it everywhere. And whenever I see that, it's kind of like with tarot. Whenever I get the Hierophant, I know that that's my card. It is life path number five, which is my life path number. And the Hierophant just to me means like, we got, like, this is right. This is the message. This is for you. Are you listening? Like, this is yeah, you. pay attention. Yeah, it always is. For me, that's the card that means, like, this is for you. And 547, I wondered what it meant, so I looked it up, and it means authenticity. It means, like, you are being you at that moment. You, you're not, like, you're being authentic, 547. And that's, I think, a lot of people's greatest value, but I always say that's, like, my greatest value in other people I cannot handle when people are fake or overly polite or put on an act like I really it just really grinds me being what they think you need it yeah I cannot Mm -hmm. I don't like inauthentic people okay the next one spotting symbols symbols like feathers coins and even animals can serve as messengers from the spirit world often these messages come from deceased loved ones but they can also come from guardian angels or spirit guides When you start finding feathers or pennies in odd places, when you see a certain animal that seems to follow you around everywhere you go, then this is a sign of divine timing in the works. The universe nudged you to go to the right place at the right time to see that symbol, and that's divine timing. Do you have things that follow you, animals that follow you? I don't... I mean, we live in Illinois, right? Right. So with the state bird of the cardinal... It's like we see cardinals everywhere. But yeah. then there's that that idea that, like, that's your past loved one. Right. So my dad was always big on birds and hawks. Mm-hmm. And we just, like, I don't know. Whenever I see a big bird, like a rare bird, I know it's from him. I've asked him to send me things. He has hummingbirds, things like that. On Valentine's Day. Oh, Did you I see saw my post? that. Yeah. Yes. I was like, thanks for the message. Yeah. Right in my tree. Right over here. Sadie lost her mind. Big owl. <laughs> That's just hanging out right there. there. And and we saw it because we were standing looking outside. We could have missed it. It was there for a minute. Yep. 
Well, I guess we couldn't have missed it because I have a coon hound, but <laughs> we could have missed it. And there it was. And I just kind of felt like, oh, yeah, because there was this one time, I don't know if it was a year or two ago, but an owl came into our yard and stayed for like an hour in the tree. And we were just literally watching it. Like, this is so crazy that it is sitting in our tree for an hour and just sitting there. And again, it was just, I think, um, then I heard when, because I interview psychics and all these people all the time, mm-hmm. that uh, one of the mediums told me that was your dad saying, hey, like sending it for the kids. So now when I see like a, a weird thing like that happen, I'm always like, oh, I just kind of think, Dad would send that. He'd be like, hey, Jared, look at this. Yeah. You know? That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. So, but I, I don't know. I like people believing in signs and symbols. I think you have to. But I don't like when I see psychics and mediums on TikTok that say, are you noticing a lot of feathers? Because it's like everybody's is the coins and feathers. Yeah. I feel like that's over. And then I feel like it's pushed on people just because it's popular. And then it's like when you're buying a new car and all of a sudden you see that car that you want everywhere on the roads. You never noticed it before. So now it's in your head and you're noticing it. Yes. That's a green aura thing to say. Scott, (laughs) Scott always says things like that to me. He's like, you're just seeing it because you're attuned to it. Or, All right. Another one, number five, there's seven of them. Intuitive guidance or gut instinct. This is important. Your intuition, which many also call the gut feeling, constantly speaks to you. You simply have to train yourself to stay open to it. This is your intuition and by proxy, divine timing speaking. Do you think your intuition and gut instincts are related to divine timing? Absolutely. I think it, especially as like a female of being able to like read a room, what feels right or wrong. Yeah. I think that a lot of people have it. They just ignore it or can explain it away. Yes. And we're like taught to ignore it. Yeah. That's what's sad. Like think about, I've talked about this before, but with like kids, Mm -hmm. you're okay. Yeah. Don't listen to your body. (laughs) Or what you think you're upset about right now. No, you're okay. Ignore it. Yeah. You know, like we do that. We train that out of people. It's it's nuts. Clairvoyant dreams. It's a hair-raising experience to realize you're witnessing something that you just dreamed about last night. Having dreams about things that later happen in real life is called clairvoyant dreaming. And it's a sign that you're precisely in tune with the universe. This happened to me in high it, school. It did? <laughs> yeah. You have dreams, though. I do have a lot of dreams. But this one was I dreamt where my bus was in the bus line, and then after school when I walked out there, it was there. Was it usually <laughs> not in the bus line? Like, not in you- that spot, because it was all they're all like lined up, lined up, lined up. Okay, so you had just a <laughs> random dream. A random dream. About your bus being in a certain spot. And it yes. was. And this many years later, I've been out of high school for a while. I, <laughs> I know. And then I was the first one on the bus and got the back seat. I mean, who doesn't right. want the back seat? Now, have you had dreams, a little bit different from buses, <laughs> where someone is talking to you and then they die? No. I've heard that from a lot of people. That they, I hear it on um, podcasts all the time where grandma came to me in my dream and said, it's going to be okay, whatever, whatever. And then the next morning the mom says, grandma died last night. Oh, this no. This happens to people all the time, like visitations. 
Mine is different. Mine's after they've passed. They'll then you visit. do yeah, a real a visitation yeah. that way. Yes. Yeah, I've had that. All right, and Where then the last at? one, a Seven. deep sense of being guided. Finally, when you're on the universe's path, you'll often simply know. You'll feel a sense of being guided. In other words, you'll feel a calm knowledge that you will get everything that your soul needs in life, even if it looks differently than you had envisioned. You'll know that the universe has your back. In truth, the universe does always have your back, and you are always being guided. But when you feel that deep sense of oneness with the universe, you'll know that you're in complete surrender. When you're in tune and you trust it, it's easier to just go along the path. Yeah, it's kind of that realm of manifesting, too. Yeah, that's related. It's a whole nother a whole deal. whole nother podcast. This is related to what we just talked about. So from spiritualityhealth.com, we talked about ignoring gut instinct and how we're like taught to mm-hmm. or conditioned to. Many people have been conditioned to be out of touch with a sense of divine timing. If you were raised to be a people pleaser, you may have lost touch with your intuition. If you were told to suck it up or denied access towards your true feelings, most likely you feel disconnected from your gut instinct. If your life is filled with drama, chaos, and emotional reactivity, your intuitive channels are constantly being blocked. The best strategy to trek the path up to the divine chiming mountain is to slow down, realize what emotional patterns may be ruling you, and track them back to the origin of why they exist. Here you go. Meditation, mindfulness, creative pursuits, spending time in nature, and soul care rituals are key to embodying an inner-to-outer life balance and honing intuition. Well, and this is supported by brain research, too, when we talk about emotional reactivity in children, right? When you, like, they flip their lid, they're thinking in their downstairs brain, and it's reactive and fight, flight, or freeze. Right. They, you can't rationalize with them in that moment. And it's when they're in their upstairs brain that they are able to talk through things and understand some rationale. That's right there. So if your life is filled with drama, chaos, and emotional reactivity, you are functioning in your downstairs brain. Your survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard downstairs brain and upstairs brain. So it's like this view and then it would be like, flip your lid. And then there's a little part in there that's like, (laughs) that's your brain. Is this a teacher thing? It was. (laughs) Yeah. So interesting. Oh, and I like this too. Your intuition does not arrive with a backstory. Rather, it emerges through your body like a lightning bolt or... A soft butterfly wing within. Like, it's not always, boom, you know. Sometimes you just... just, flutter. Yeah, know a little bit. It can be a pulse, a surge, a deep inhale that stops you in your tracks. These intuitive moments feel right. They do not feel complex. When you soften your grip on controlling every aspect of your life, a window opens into another realm. You internalize and understand the cosmic meetings, the divine timings, and the synchronistic flow that is meant to tell you something. And that is, that's to me is different than making a decision because your anxiety is kicking in. So that's yeah. not your gut instinct. That's something else going on. Well, like anxiety is, again, all those, it's a way to kind of calm the chaos, right? Mm -hmm. And it's that fight and flight and nervous system overwhelm and all of that. Right. Zenden. Zenden (laughs) Zenden-esque. 
<laughs> so what do you think? You were meant to be here tonight to talk about this. And when you walk home at that very moment, something's going, a feather is going to appear <laughs> on your back. <laughs> Another cat Another is going to come out of the woods. A cat, maybe a coyote. Mm. We'll see. See, that's the part I don't like about this is going back to the wrong time, wrong place. Like what you talk about happenstance in that way. It's like, you just happen to be there, a victim of circumstance. Right, and I struggle with the, like, like, everything happens for a reason. No. You can't tell someone who's grieving Yeah. Yeah. Because that's crazy. Some things just happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, here. Attractionlaw.org. The phrase divine timing refers to an event's occurrence at precisely the right moment. It indicates that we are on the correct road and that the universe is supporting us. This might be as easy as finding a parking place right in front of where you need to go or your bus in line, just right where you thought it would be. Stop. That's amazing. Might be something more significant, such as meeting your soulmate at the perfect time. When we align with our highest good and pursue our life purpose, we are on the right track. So I like that, like little dings, like, bing, you're on the right track. This is the right thing. This is good because you're pursuing your highest, your highest good. You're aligning with all of those things. You're like living your life in the way that your spirit guides want to help you live it. Right. And that. That's peaceful. Like it's peaceful for inside your, your soul and your heart. It doesn't mean like your life is peaceful. Right. Because shit happens. Shit happens. (laughs) I have heard, though, I used to feel stupid about that, like to ask your spirit guides or your angels for help with something like that. But the more and more I listen to mediums talk, it's like your spirit team is sitting there waiting to help you. I went to a Reiki healer last year. Yeah. And she said the same thing. She said your your spirit team, they want you to, to speak out loud more. You are talking a lot in your head. Say it out loud. The vibrations, the message, it will be heard stronger. I would like to do that. I would like to do Reiki. I would like to do sound bowls. Yes. We were talking about that. That's. I would really like to cool do a experience. salt room. I think we have some field trips to plan. Ooh, multidimensional Research. mom on location. <laughs> That's divine timing. When I edit this episode, if it's 44 minutes. Right? Here's the thing. I don't even try, but uh, then I'll see like where it is at the end and do the cuts and the intro and the outro and all that. And I'm always like, oh, there we go. Whenever I hit 44, I think of you. There we go. Oh, here's the let go, let God thing. So it doesn't have to be God. It can be anybody that you think is God. Universe, spirit guides, God, whatever you trust. Okay. You must also learn to let go of control and trust that God or the universe or whoever you believe in has your best interest at heart. We can erase the obstacles that block our goals by finishing our life lessons and aligning with our genuine authenticity and self-love. When we achieve this, we will automatically know that everything will happen when it is supposed to. Ooh, here's, you're so right about all this stuff. (laughs) Divine timing manifestation. It's possible to manifest divine timing. This can be done by setting intentions and taking actions that align with what you desire. It is also essential to be open to receiving guidance from your intuition and the universe. Trust that you are being guided to the perfect timing for your highest good. Do so confidently when you feel called to take action, knowing that the universe is supporting you. Have faith that everything is working out for your best interest 
Even if it doesn't seem like it now, remember the universe always has your back. I believe this when something just falls through. Yes. Like a contract, a house, um, a job, just big things. And people get so frustrated, but sometimes it's just like, okay, maybe that was not meant to be. Right. If it was meant to be, it would. And not bringing it back to you of being like, of course this would happen to me. Or why me? Feeling the negative, the low vibration. Yes. Look at it rather than believing the higher one. Like, like, okay, okay, it's not my time right now. Yeah. What else is going to be presented for me? I better keep my eyes open. Yeah. Because you will miss it. Because if you're stuck in that. In the cave. You don't see the light. Coming out of the cave. And you can't unknow things once you know them. The Matrix. Now we're getting. Now we're getting. Now there. we're getting there. <laughs> well, that is that. Thanks for hanging with us. We love talking woo with you, and we will be back uh, hopefully next week. Things are a little chaotic, but we're going to trust the timing and know that <laughs> we will be back when we're supposed to be back. Trisha, thank you for coming over to talk about divine timing. Thanks for having me.